those that are listening, that, Lord, you would prosper us, and, Lord God, you would lead us home. Lord God, that's the ultimate goal, is to be led home by you, the Good Shepherd. And I praise you, and I thank you, Lord God, for this day, and I thank you for your provision over our homes, our finances, Lord God, over this place. And I just pray that you would bless it and bless your people. Lord, open our hearts today and open our eyes to receive and our ears to hear, our eyes to see, our ears to hear, our hearts to receive all that you have for us this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Jules. Behold the Lord, our God will lead us home. I do have an announcement. Joe did a great job in the men's bathroom. It is now fixed, and there is bright light in there like never before. Let there be light. Let's put it that way. It is fixed. He did a great job. Yep. All right. Second Chronicles 16, verses 9. Second Chronicles Chapter 16, verses 9. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. And we'll stop there. The eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are are fully committed to Him. If there is ever a time to be fully committed to God, it is now. Today is the day. There has never been a time like this ever before that I know of that is more important than to seek His face today. I'm going to tell you, every day is important to see God's face. But it just seems like now, more than ever before, you know, we need to be committed 100% to God. Our very lives can depend upon it. Because I believe we're going to be facing some pretty unprecedented times in this world. And if you don't believe me, you don't have to, just open your Bible and it will tell you. We got some unprecedented times ahead of us, church. And we have already been facing some like we've never faced before. And I believe that we're going to have to make some hard choices in our lives. As some of us, it's going to be hard to, to do. But the most important thing that we can do is not to take our eyes off of Jesus. We need laser focus like never before on Him and the Holy Spirit and God, the Trinity. We need to be laser focused in on Him. And we have to remember that no matter what happens, that God is for us. Amen? No matter what happens, God is for us. He will never fail us or forsake us. We are going through some unprecedented times right now in this pandemic. (laughs) 
We're, we are experiencing things that none of us here have ever experienced in our lives. And this is just the beginning of the birth pains. So we cannot take our eyes off of Jesus. I know my wife has been saying that we've had, we've had these last few years for the church to rise up. She's been saying that for the last couple months. And they haven't done it like they should. Like our opening scriptures. His eyes range throughout the earth to strengthen us. We need God's strength, don't we, church? We need to rely on Him totally. And what we've done as a body is that we've relied on other things. We've had a substitute God in our government. We've had to substitute God in ourselves. And who knows what else we've substituted God with. But we're going to have to make a choice. And we're going to have to really be committed to the Word and to God 100%. If we're going to be able to stand. We're going to have to wage a war like never before in the Spirit. We're going to have to take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. That's in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, or that's in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 and 5, 3 through 5. There's going to be times when you're feeling like you're all alone. There's going to be times when you feel like you're the only one in the battle. But you must you must always remember that as a child of God that you're never alone. Amen? You must always remember that as a child of God you're never alone. You have something inside of you that's greater than this world has ever seen that this world is afraid of. Because as a child of God you have one that watches over you. Who will never leave you or forsake you. Who will be a light in the darkness. And he sees all your ways. Can you imagine that? A God so loving and so kind sees all your ways. That means he sees the ways you're going to go. Before you go. He clears the path for you. He takes every rock out of that path so you will not. Stub your toe. <laughs> That's a God that is for you and not against you. Amen? And he sees all your ways and all your activities. And he actually, what is great, he actually will set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. If you have your Bibles, you can open up to Psalms 23. Psalms 23. 
A lot of us know this song by heart. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And you anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen? That is who is with you. We have to put our trust in God. We have to be committed to Him wholeheartedly. Our eyes have got to stay focused on the Good Shepherd because He promised us to lead us in green pastures. Amen? He's not going to lead us in a pasture that's barren. He's going to lead us to where we can be nourished, fulfilled, And he can and will do everything to provide for what we need and when we need it. And he's done that with the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. You see, we've put our trust in man, ourselves, for so long, and we've done that with the government, that we really haven't had trust in God like we should. We put our trust in our businesses, our incomes, our professions, and our abilities. And I believe God is starting to shake all of that. In this beginning of the birth pains, God is shaking everything that is not good out of us. He's shaking everything that is not good out of this world, and He's bringing His light to expose the deeds that are done in darkness. Amen? When there's light, all of a sudden you can see. It's like that men's bathroom. There was no light in there and you could not see. But now there's light and you can see. And Thankfully, we can see. And I'm sure the women are thankful because we're not using their bathroom anymore. Amen? Amen? So they said, let there be light. But I'm telling you, God's light is about to shine on this earth like never before. We're in the birth pains. Right now. Where everything that's not of God is going to fall away. And you're either going to be for Him or you're going to be against Him. That's your choices. There's only two. There's no middle ground. There's no safe place that we can create of our own. You're either going to be for God or you're going to be against God.
And even though it might look like there's going to be days where we're walking through that valley of shadow of darkness, we got to remember that God is with us. We might be walking through some of the darkest valleys in our lives. Some of us have had to walk through some pretty dark valleys in our lives throughout their times. And it hasn't been easy. But for those that stood fast with the Lord, have stayed strong and He's led them through. Those that harden their hearts and get callous and get hard to God... It's not because God isn't helping them or is not there. It's because they are rejecting Him. They're choosing not to be led by the shepherd. And I'm telling you, it's not an easy thing. We have to realize that no matter what happens, no matter what we go through, that God will lead you through it. So that you can successfully reach the other side. Amen? God doesn't want to leave you in the darkness in the valley. God's goal is to lead you to his table. Isn't it? Just like in Psalms that we read in Psalms 23. You're going to go from darkness into God's light. Not just God's light, but God's marvelous light. And not only that, but he does it right in front of your enemies. As to shut them up. Because what the enemy has plans for you to hurt you and harm you, God has plans for you to prosper and to be in good health. And to strengthen you. You know, there's lessons in those valleys and those peaks that we go through in life. That makes us stronger, right? That's a song out there. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. It's true, and we build up our faith, don't we? We build up our faith, we build up our strength in the Lord. You know, that table represents all of God's abundance, all of God's satisfaction, and all of God's everlasting love. That's what that table represents. And when we get to that table, we can feast at His table of everlasting love. When we get to that table, we're going to feast on His everlasting love and grace. And there's going to be no enemy in hell, no demon out there that's going to be able to take that away from you. Nothing. No principality. Nothing. No authority in high places is going to be able to take that away from you. All that they're going to be is they're going to be annoyed that you made it. All the enemy is going to be is annoyed that you made it to God's table. That you were victorious through Christ. Who led you? That you kept your eyes on the prize. That you kept your eyes on Jesus. That you ran the race that was set out before you. And you didn't fail. 
And you didn't, you didn't fall behind. And when you did fall down, you got up because the good shepherd Jesus is right there with you, helping you. Amen? He's leading you. His rod and his staff were comforting you, knowing that you can take refuge in peace and that he's protecting you. No matter what wolf comes in sheep clothing, God is there with his rod and his staff to, to whack him on the head and get him out of the flock. Amen? That the valley didn't destroy you. That their lies didn't distract you. That their schemes didn't work upon you. All because he loves you. You know, I, I like that psalm. I, I mean, I love that psalm. It's a, it's a popular psalm. Most of you all know it. But I love it because when he sets the table in front of your enemies, it's almost like, no, you can't touch him. You can't touch him. I've laid out a plan for his whole life right here. And I'm going to show it to you. And you're not going to be able to touch him because he's going to be on that path and that road. And this is the road he's going to take. Because God knows every path we take before we take it. And, he, and he's like, you know what? When you were meaning for harm, when you are going to ambush him over here, no, that's okay. Because I set up a snare for you. A trap. You're going to fall into your own trap. Because he loves me, I will watch over him and protect him, says the Lord. And we have to believe that. See, we've got to believe that God is for us and he won't fail us or forsake us. And we've got to be 100% committed to him in these times, in these days, in this age. Because I'm telling you, there's things out there that are waging war against your very soul and your very spirit that want nothing better to do than to trap you and to make you fall into a pit. To keep you from reaching that table. And if we trust in man, if we trust in ourselves, we will fall into that pit. We got to trust God and we got to listen to His voice. We got to hear from heaven. And then we got to be obedient. Amen? Amen? And you have to believe it that He is for you. He is for you. He is for you. He's not going to be against you. If you love the Lord with all your heart, God is for you. If you give God your life, then he's for you. He's not going to lead you into a pasture that's not flourishing. But we have to believe that. Father, help us and forgive us for our unbelief. There's so much unbelief out there in all of us. Because a lot of times when calamity comes and strikes, we get forgetful, don't we? That God is for us. We get forgetful that He wants good things for us, not bad things. We have to believe it. And we not only do we have to believe it, but we got to live it every day. 
And we have to believe that His goodness and love will follow you all the days of your life. And that you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Think about that as our eternal goal. The prize. The prize that's worth more than any ruby or pearl or gold or silver can amount to. The prize of seeing Jesus face to face and being at his table, sitting there with him. The prize of heaven, of eternity. The prize of everlasting love surrounding you every moment of your day. Filling your whole being, your spirit. You know, can you imagine the love that's in heaven that's emanating out from the throne of God? That's going to pierce into our very spirits and soul, and we're going to feel the love of the Father like never before. That is going to be an amazing day. And that is what is for us. That's our prize. That's what we get to look up, look up to. <laughs> And look forward to. All of his goodness. All of his love. Filling this temple. Amen. Filling your temple. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You actually can. We can feel all of his love. All of it. Right now, if we allow them, Psalms one eighteen six through nine says this: The Lord is with me; I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? The Lord is with me; He is my helper. I will look in triumph over my enemies. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. The Lord is with you. Don't be afraid. We got to remember that for the days that are coming. I believe They're unprecedented. They're perilous. The Bible tells us all about them. The days to come. In the end days. And we're living in these end days. There's going to... Jesus said if they persecuted him, they're going to persecute us. If they hated him, they're going to hate us. Those days are closer now than ever before. To the fulfillment of the scriptures. For those who don't take the mark of the beast, what's going to happen? You're not going to be able to buy food. You're not going to be able to travel or go places. What else does the word say? Let's see. Father against son, son against father. I can see those days ahead very shortly. Alrighty, brother against brother, for those that can 
rat on their neighbors because they have too many people in their house. It's true, right? What did the Bible say? They'll be brother and sister against one another. In the end days, it's pretty much like it to me. You know, it's pretty darn close. But it's the birth pains. Jesus, all I can tell you is we got to be committed to Jesus because he's coming. we got to put our trust in him because he's coming. There's going to be pressures. They're talking all about a global reset and everything else. Global reset doesn't look good to me. One world economy. Bible talks about that too, doesn't it? One world leader talks about all of that stuff. It's pretty scary. Book of Revelations coming to pass. We got to remember this. This is why we got to remember this stuff so we can stand and be firm in our faith and not waver. We got to make a stand. You know, I know I had a, a good friend pastor up yesterday. We were hunting on the hill. And my wife and Julie was there at lunchtime. We were talking about it. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? We got to be a voice. We got to be firm in our faith. We cannot let our moral absolutes in the Word of God be compromised. There is no compromise. What are we going to do? We're going to stand on the Word of God. We're going to preach the Word of God. We're going to try to bring as many people into salvation as possible. To know the word of God. All your friends, all your family members, get them saved. Get them saved. That's what we're going to do. We're going to keep preaching the word of God boldly. Do not be afraid of man. What can man do to you? What can man do to you is what the Bible says. The Lord is with me. He is my helper. I will look in triumph over my enemies. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in, than to trust in princes or government or earthly rulers. God is our shield. God is our refuge. So we need to be fully committed to him no matter no matter what. No matter what. You know, I wrote down a prayer here. I actually would like all of us to say it. I'll close with this prayer. It's a prayer of recommitment to God. Because I think some of us need to make this recommitment to God. And it doesn't hurt. If you're already 100% committed, it doesn't hurt to recommit. Amen? Because I'm sure there's something in each one of us that we need to recommit. I'm sure there's areas in our lives that we need to give to God. That we hold on to ourselves. And God should be in everything we do. And in everywhere we go. And in every word we speak and in every thought we think. Amen? Amen? So if we could, can we all stand up? 
If you feel like it, led to recommit your life to God, and just repeat this prayer after me. Lord, I want to recommit my life to you. Forgive me for not putting you first in my life. Today, I want to put you first. I want to serve you, Lord, with all my heart, soul, mind, and spirit. I want to give you the reins over. I want to give the reins over to you. To keep me and be my shepherd. Because, Lord, you are a good shepherd. I will put my trust in you. And not in man. And in your son, Jesus. Who died for us. And rose on the third day. And who now sits on the right hand of God. Making intercession for you. Thank you Lord for all you've done for me. Amen. I think we need to do this daily. It's not just a monthly or a weekly or a yearly thing that we do. But as Christians, we need to do this to remind ourselves of this daily. To commit our lives to God. Give Him total reins. Because He's the good shepherd. Amen? And He's not going to lead you astray. He's leading you to His table. Where goodness and mercy and love will follow you all the days of your life. Amen? That's what we have to look forward to. And I thank you, Lord, for each person here today. I pray, Lord God, that you would bless them, that you would fill them with your Holy Spirit, that this week as we go out from here, Lord God, that we would give you the reins, Lord God, of our, all of our lives, every, every, every bit of it, Lord Jesus. Every molecule, every atom, every nucleus, Lord God, everything that is of us, that, Lord God, we would give to you to take control. Our spirits, our soul, our minds, our bodies, Lord, everything. Our families, our jobs, Lord Jesus. Our relationships, our family, our friends, we give to you, Lord. And we just thank you and praise you, Lord God, for each person today. Pray, bless them, Lord. Bless them abundantly. Speak to them, Lord God. Speak to each one of them. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You guys may be dismissed.